Happy March, everyone. Okay, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to note that this episode was recorded back in January. For some reason, I talk a lot about things that were going on during that time. So I just want you to note that when I talk about like things that were happening around that time, I'm talking about things that happened in January. We've had a whole month go by. So I feel like my life looks drastically different than it did when I was recording this. Hi, everyone. It is Sophia. Welcome to Life on Audio. I've wanted to do this episode for genuinely the longest time. Like I've had it in my book to do this episode for so long, but I was really waiting for when it felt right to do it because it's one of those things that requires a lot of time and patience and kind of learning to go ahead and finally say, I am ready to do this episode. I'm ready to reflect on this time in my life and talk about it. And over the past month, I've definitely felt like I'm kind of getting there. I'm finally ready. And so I tried recording this episode about a week ago, but it just came out super rambly and like it didn't really make any sense. I feel like I wasn't giving good advice and the whole point of this episode was to try and help other people out who are currently going through what I had been going through for so long. So today I am finally feeling ready. I finally feel like it is time to touch on this topic and I'm super excited to do it because like I said, I've been meaning to do this for such a long time and I'm so happy that I am finally at this point where I can do this episode. So today we are talking about heartbreak. If you guys have been listening to me for a while, or if you've just, you know, scrolled back to one of my earlier episodes, you know that one of the first episodes I did on this podcast was called Heartbreak Is. And at the time, I was deep in my heartbreak era. It was like right before I went no contact for the first time, I was feeling all of these emotions. I was, it was just all hitting me like a wave. And in the moment I decided to record this episode and you can just hear me kind of like, like I was trying to provide advice, but I was literally going through it myself. And I just didn't know what to do or what to say. I was like kind of just processing the whole thing on my own in the episode. And it's actually one of my most listened to episodes. I think it's like number two. So I know that a lot of people have listen to it. But with that, I remember when I made that episode, I kind of thought to myself, well, maybe I should just wait until I'm feeling better and like I'm out of this heartbreak era and I can like talk about it in reflection. But I just had to do it. Like I just had to do the episode. I was like, I'm going to share it and hopefully other people out there are experiencing something similar and can understand where I'm at and can just like feel with me. But I did vow to do an episode again when I was finally out of the heartbreak era and I was finally feeling better and just out of that whole heartbreak wave that I was experiencing at the time. And now fast forward like six months later, I think it's six months now, I am coming on here and can happily say that I am definitely out of my heartbreak era. I have definitely moved on from all of that. It is genuinely so healing, so freeing. Like, trust me, it took a lot of time and patience to get to where I'm at. It was a very bumpy road, a lot of back and forth, a lot of doing all sorts of things to try and like alleviate the pain and the the heartache and everything that I was feeling. And like, if you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I really, it was just a lot of back and I, you just know. Like, if you've listened to my no contact episode and then I broke no contact episode and also episodes like following those, you know that a lot has happened in this time. But today we're going to talk about the heartbreak aspect specifically. And I just wrote down a list of things that I would recommend for someone who is recently coming out of a relationship, just went through a breakup and is kind of in that heartbreak era 
things that hopefully will help you out as they helped me out. And yeah, so with that being said, let's just get into it. Heartbreak is genuinely such a difficult thing to experience. I feel like it is a very monumental thing to experience in the sense that a lot comes from the experience. It takes up a lot of your time and energy for a good while. And then when you come out of it, it's something that has happened that was so monumental in your life. And it's like completely reformed who you are in a way. At least I believe that that is how heartbreak works for most people because you see people talk about heartbreak and they talk about I went through a breakup and look at me now there's always this stark difference between who they were right before they went through that breakup before they went through that heartbreak and who they are after they've finally come out of that heartbreak era and like finally healed and it's usually very inspiring because it's usually people talking about how they've like done amazing things like amazing things have happened to them they've had this major glow up all that and for that I think heartbreak has sort of a positive connotation in a way but I'm going to talk about that because I know you're probably sitting here thinking this thing sucks like this this sucks like this is not positive but it's all about perspective and as someone who has finally come out of it I can look back and say yes that was insanely tough insanely tough it was so hard so hard to go through that but I've come out so much better and for that I'm almost grateful for heartbreak I mean okay yes it sucked like it really did suck so like I don't know if I can really be grateful but I am grateful for the person that I've become because of what I just went through. And I also can now say that heartbreak is actually healing. And I know you guys are probably sitting here thinking, what in the hell is she talking about? I'll explain. I'll get to it. I'm going to tell all the stories, all the thoughts. I'm going to share it all. So I wanted to share some things that I think are important to remember with heartbreak starting off because it's very easy to just like get in your head and be like, why am I feeling it this way? Like, you know, like you're looking around at other people. Maybe you're looking at your like ex and you're like, why are they like just moving on? Like nothing ever happened. Like what in the world? And I'm sitting here like crying, bawling, like literally can't get out of my bed the whole thing. The first important thing to remember is heartbreak looks different for everyone. I always had this idea before I experienced it that heartbreak was one of those things where it's like you have the breakup and then you go through this like long period of just being unable to really like live life. Like you're absolutely distraught. You are just like laying in bed for days on end crying. You know like Elle Woods in Legally Blonde where she's just like laying in bed with like the chocolates like watching the little rom-coms. Like that was my perception of heartbreak. I was like oh if I ever go through a breakup like I'm just gonna feel it really strongly at the beginning and I'm sure there are people out there maybe even people who are listening to this episode who have had that experience that's how they experience heartbreak and that's completely normal but heartbreak doesn't necessarily look like that for me heartbreak was experienced in a very weird way like it came in waves and for example like when I made that episode the heartbreak is episode that was like me experiencing a wave of heartbreak and it lasted maybe like a couple of days where it was like super intense and then after that we went into the no contact period so then I kept kind of experiencing it but it didn't really become like a consistent thing until then and that was like a couple of months after our breakup so before that I was really only experiencing it in waves honestly the first month after a breakup, I actually didn't even process that it had happened. Like I sort of just moved on with life and kept doing what I was doing and felt fine. And then one day like something happened and all of a sudden it hit me like a truck. It was just, it was not a cute moment. Like a couple of days of just like intense heartbreak, intense, like just a lot of thinking, blah, blah, the whole thing. And then I started to feel fine again. Like I can't really tell you what was going on in that period of time because it was just such a weird, confusing time. But what I'm saying is I feel like the heartbreak really didn't hit until a lot later 
in proportion to when the breakup happened. So it wasn't like breakup happens and I felt it right away. Breakup happened. I was fine for a while. And then it hit. And then I think it hit a couple of times until finally I had that one big wave. And after that wave happened, it just continued. And it's kind of taken me basically at that point. That was when I started to really go on that journey of dealing with heartbreak and dealing with what comes with a breakup and just kind of like it's essentially the journey that's taken me to where I am today like it's been all kind of like basically since like the end of August I've been on this journey to where I am today and that's been what like six months five six months so that I think is very important to remember because it's very easy to compare yourself and to wonder why you're experiencing it differently from other people from the friends that you have who've gone through heartbreak or even if you are like comparing yourself to your ex which I really would not do but if you are like everyone goes through it differently it may be that it's just going to hit them later or it's going to hit you later or it's going to hit you earlier hit them earlier like you know it looks different for everyone and it's one of those things where you really can't compare the other thing to remember is heartbreak isn't linear if you've already been going through it for a while and you finally feel like you're kind of like progressing out of it it's important to remember that if it comes back if you start to feel those feelings again start to deal with it the way that you've been dealing with it don't get upset at yourself for quote-unquote regressing because the thing with heartbreak is it absolutely is not a linear track it's not like you feel for a while and then you get better it's like you feel for a while all of a sudden life starts to look up you're like oh my gosh I'm doing great and then you get pushed back into that state of like completely heartbroken just like feeling it wholeheartedly like all the emotions and all that and then you start to go up again and then it's again I mean really like it has been an insanely non-linear track I've had moments where I felt really really good and then like a couple of days later all of a sudden I'm like thinking about it again and I'm feeling again And if I'm being brutally honest, I feel like in a way, while I do feel, okay, because I want you guys to trust me with what I'm saying, I do feel like I've made it out of my heartbreak era. I won't lie. Like since 2024 has started, I've definitely kind of been like feeling waves of it, like mini waves of just like, it's not heartbreak. It's just kind of like missing the person slash like kind of longing. It's a very complicated thing. I would not relate it to heartbreak because it is a very different thing but I'm kind of like in this weird phase where it's like I don't want to again we're no contact like I haven't talked to him in over two months and like I don't have any inclination to reach out to like talk to him like I don't necessarily want to start a conversation with him and start talking to him but there's a part of me that does kind of wish that he was in my life in some capacity I think especially now that like I have sort of healed from a lot of it and I feel like I am in a much better place but also like I feel like if we were to end up going back to being in contact it would just like not necessarily be like we've tried it before and it was not a good situation so I can't necessarily imagine it's a good situation now but there's still part of me that like thinks about him I feel like he comes up in my mind a lot I've been calling it the first love effect I feel like the first love effect has had me in a chokehold and I actually did an episode on this a couple of weeks ago where I talk about sort of how I do still think about him a lot and I wouldn't note that to heartbreak I think it's just there was someone in my life chronically for a long time I still have love for that person it's just from a distance and yeah but again with that it's like I experience little waves like there are days where I can go you know without thinking about him feeling totally fine but then there are days where he seems to just be like constantly on my mind like I wake up in the morning he's the first thing I think about and I try not to get upset with myself for going through those 
waves you know because again like I said I've been out of my heartbreak era so I'm like why am I still thinking about him like why am I still thinking about him I should not be thinking about him like I should have gone through the heartbreak era and now like he literally should be a distant memory but he's not and I finally accepted recently that it's okay to think about him again first love played a huge role in my life and you know you don't just forget people I think with time maybe he will start to become a distant memory but it hasn't even been that long it's been like eight nine months since the breakup and we were together for a lot longer than that so it's okay like I'm gonna let myself feel I'm gonna let myself think about him knowing that I don't feel the way that I felt a couple of months ago when I was like not even a couple months ago but like three four months ago when I was really deep into my heartbreak era and it was like extremely hard to do the no contact thing and to like to just you know deal with like what came with losing someone so I think with heartbreak you have to give yourself a lot of grace and you have to be you have to just accept that it's not always going to be perfect that even when things are starting to feel better you may regress there's absolutely nothing wrong with that it is not a linear track but do know that one day you are going to wake up okay maybe not just wake up like it happens overnight but one day you're going to wake up and you're going to think back you're going to realize that you finally feel free you finally feel lighter you don't feel like you have that like thing just like looming over you sitting on your shoulders like putting all this weight on you and in that moment you'll realize I'm finally out I am finally out and that's where I've been for a while now and it like truly it is such a great feeling like it is it, it is such a great feeling so just keep that in mind do know that it does get better do know that there is an out it just comes with a lot of time and patience and for me like it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take you know I went on so many little roller coaster rides of emotions and feelings and thoughts and all that to get to where I am now and again it's not linear it's not linear and I think that's so important to remember because it's very easy to get like upset with yourself or to get discouraged when you feel yourself falling back when you've been making so much progress but know that progress is progress it deserves to be celebrated it deserves to be acknowledged any progress that you make is huge and in this time of heartbreak you are going to make so much progress one day you're going to come out of it and you're going to be able to reflect back and think oh my gosh I am such a different person now. I handle things so differently now. Like you're going to be so proud of who you are because of all the progress you've made. And then the next thing I want to say may confuse some people, may anger some people in the sense that I think when we think of heartbreak, we think of it with a very negative mindset. And yes, it is an incredibly hard thing to go through. It is generally a very negative event that occurs in our lives. But... I want to offer a different perspective with the hope that maybe some people who are listening to this hear this perspective and all of a sudden feel a little bit better or can do a mindset shift based off of what I'm about to say and it helps them kind of heal in an easier way or a quicker way or whatever. You know, I feel like sometimes when you're going through such a negative event, keeping a positive mindset can actually help us heal a lot quicker and I think that this mindset is actually so important to have. And unfortunately, I didn't really have it. I mean, I I did and I didn't. Like, I tried to stay positive while I was going through it, but it truly hasn't been since I have been out of that era that I can look back and think, wait, I know that was really tough, but so much good came out of it. And I am so ever grateful for the progress I made. I also am realizing now that heartbreak is actually healing. Like I had an event happen where I was like, oh my gosh, this heartbreak thing like healed me. It literally healed me. I want you to think of heartbreak as this amazing opportunity to 
grow yourself as a human being, to become a better person, to become a better version of yourself, and to regain who you are. I feel like a lot of us lose ourselves in a relationship. And that's why the heartbreak is so hard because you have to basically detach yourself from that person and from the person that you were when you were in that relationship because you no longer have that comfort. For me, I was insanely codependent on my relationship by the end. I was so used to having that person. It was nice. It was comfortable, but I definitely lost who I was in the process. And with going through heartbreak, I was able to figure out who I was, what I like, what I don't like, what I live for, what I don't live for. It's been basically this amazing journey of self-discovery. And for that, I'm ever grateful because even before the relationship, I didn't really know who I was. I was living for other people. I was living for other concepts. I was not living for myself. And going through this heartbreak essentially forced me to take a step back and to think about who am I as a person, as an individual? Who do I want to be? And how can I become this version of myself that I absolutely love? And in this process, I have gained so much love for myself. I have become so much more of a positive, optimistic person. I've had amazing things happen because I've put in the work. I have developed new dreams for myself and gone off and pursued them. Or I've taken the dreams that I had even when I was in that relationship when I was that person who didn't really know herself and made them happen for myself and not let anything deter me from doing that. I truly like it's amazing what heartbreak has done for me because I have never felt so comfortable with who I am in my life or at least not I think obviously when I was a child like before I ever developed the concept of like self-worth and self-image sure I was very comfortable with who I was I was expressive I was the whole thing but since I've become an adolescent and become very aware of what other people think and what other people say and all that, I've always held myself back. And going through heartbreak has allowed me to truly reinvent and understand my self-identity and image. And that has been amazing. That has been amazing. I'm so grateful for that. Like, truly 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 so grateful for that and very likely if you are going through heartbreak now this will happen to you too you are going to come out of it and you are going to be a better version of yourself you are going to know so much more about yourself all of these like lessons that you have to learn while you're going through heartbreak all the progress that you have to make that's hard and difficult is ultimately going to reward you in the sense that you will be a better human being be a better version of yourself do things that you could never imagine doing beforehand. And that is amazing. That is literally so amazing. And I think if I ever, I would assume that I will, but if slash when I ever go through heartbreak again, I think it'll be easier for me to go through it the second time around because now I know that when you trust the process of heartbreak, it rewards you and something good comes out of it. And I can't say every day is easy for me. I can't say every day I feel grateful for heartbreak. I have days where I definitely, it's not like my life is amazing okay like I still go through the ups and downs of life for example if you've been listening to my podcast over the past like month or so you know that I've been going through it in different ways like the whole thing but to know myself is the greatest gift and that is what I received from heartbreak and I'm so happy I did because this truly like changes my entire life whatever next relationship I go into I am going to be a better partner I'm also going to get into a better relationship because I have a better idea of who I am and I'll be able to go into it be an independent human being keep up what I've been doing 
my routine, my hobbies, just the lifestyle that I've lived and not become super codependent on a relationship. And that will ultimately make me feel so much better in whatever relationship I have. And that's huge because the biggest, biggest thing that I think I hated when I was in the relationship that I was in was the codependency that I had on it. And coming out of it, when I finally felt myself regaining my independence again, I started to feel so much more free. And that's huge. Okay, enough with the mindset. I hope that that maybe helped some people out because I could keep going. I could keep going. I could keep talking about this because like I truly am amazed, you know, as someone who experienced heartbreak for the first time, I would have never, ever, ever imagined that this is what would come out of it. I remember seeing like those TikToks or like YouTube videos where people are like my glow up journey after a breakup and the the difference is like night and day. Like you look at it and like all of a sudden they have this new amazing life. Like they're accomplishing things. They're like living out like my dream life. I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you achieved that. That is amazing. And I never thought about it as like, oh, that might happen to me too. But here we are. And like truly like the part that I'm at right now is not, oh, I've accomplished this like dream life. Like these, all my goals have come true. Like the whole thing, it's I am in a position now where I am growing in that direction. And when I started, you know, the whole heartbreak era, like I was not even, I hadn't even put myself in that position to grow in that direction. With time, I shifted into it. And now I'm on that journey of just growing as a human being and just like kind of glowing up my life, creating this better life for me. For example, actually, one of the big things that sort of happened and that came with heartbreak is my content creation journey. So before the breakup, you know, I had this little account. It was like supposed to be my little secret spam TikTok where I was like, oh, I'm going to make this and make content and like, you know, cosplay like little content creator without any of my friends seeing it. So I can just post whatever. And I was doing that. And I had maybe like, I actually don't even remember by the time that I went through that breakup, I could not tell you how many followers I had, but I didn't have a lot. I had maybe max like a hundred. It was not a lot. I would just post whenever, whatever, you know, go through that breakup, go through that heartbreak wave, the one back in August, go through no contact or start no contact. I make a video about me celebrating my first week of no contact it blows up up to this point I'd had that TikTok account for nearly a year I would say like 10 months maybe up to that point I had never blown up in that manner all of a sudden I had millions of views hundreds of thousands of likes like the closest thing I ever got to that was back when I was a high schooler when I made this like video about where I got accepted and that video got like I don't know maybe like 120k views and that was huge for me back then so this was the first time that I ever had a video that was getting a ton of attention and then from there I continued to post and then I did another no contact video like a month later celebrating one month of no contact that one also I think it probably has like 700k views on it and then I posted a TikTok about a flower really random TikTok that blew up too that one also has like oh wait that's the one that has like four million the other one has like maybe two or three million now and then I kept posting and while the journey of being a content creator has been slow it's also like I finally was able to start doing what I wanted to do like I have always talked about how I want to do content creation full-time after college or just like have the opportunity to do content creation in some capacity and I'm finally at this point where like it's happened and like recently like literally 
a couple of weeks ago I had a couple of videos also like they didn't get nearly as many views slash likes but they got a lot of engagement and a lot of people have been commenting on it and I've gotten a lot of new followers and I'm like watching my follower count go up and I'm posting all these TikToks and it's like for the first time I finally feel like there's hope that this is something that I'll be able to do in the future in some capacity even if it's just like a little part-time thing I do like while I'm working full-time you know and that is so insanely exciting because this has literally been my dream for the longest time and while I'm starting off slow and obviously I'm nowhere near where I would love to be there's hope there is hope and that is something that I truly don't think I would have gotten into if it hadn't been for that heartbreak era you know like it all started while I was in that heartbreak era and now with time as I've trickled out of it I've seen that development that growth in that area that was huge that was huge so that's like an example you know that's an example of sort of like putting yourself in that position to grow and to glow up and to build this amazing life and I really think that heartbreak is kind of the catalyst of that okay now I know this is going to be such a long episode now we're going to go into the list that I made in terms of how to deal with heartbreak the tips that I can give the things that I would recommend especially if you are starting off in the journey but also just like even if you're like a while into it and you've been going through it for a while maybe there's some tips here that will help that you might not have already tried so the first one it's kind of ironic that I'm the one who's saying this because of my situation but it's no contact from the start I didn't do this I wish I had done this no contact is genuinely one of the hardest things to do especially right out of the breakup and here's why you go through the breakup okay you end things and then it's like you maybe didn't consider the fact that with the breakup came like the end-all be-all and no contact is sort of the end-all be-all of you know having that person in your life it's essentially cutting out that person completely and walking away from it and that is insanely hard and I wasn't able to do it it took me so long I knew like I really did know that that was probably the best case scenario but it took me so long to finally get to the position where I could finally do it here's the thing with no contact I don't think no contact has to be forever I have had people now tell me that like it's super Super stringent like there's no ifs and buts to no contact but here are my thoughts on no contact if you want to ever have that person in your life in some capacity no contact is the way to go no contact does not have to be forever you can do it for some time and then say when we're ready we can reach back out and see if we can be friends just be in contact whatever it is I personally don't believe in being friends with your ex because I tried it and it just did not work but I do believe that even for me even knowing that like I couldn't be friends with them in some capacity if we were you know in a little I mean I'm starting to feel a lot better but in a couple of years if we were to run into each other and we start you know talking again and we decide to be in contact at that point I think that I could very much have them in my life in some capacity there's a part of me that wishes that we would have been able to do no contact from the start so that he could be in my life now because I do believe that if we had done no contact from the start healed in the way that we needed to heal that at this this point like eight nine months out we would have been in a position to be in contact without it being like like a war you know because truly like being in contact with him it wasn't working if you had a good relationship and you know that you want to have them in your life at some point, going no contact from the start is the best thing that you can do because it eliminates any opportunity for your relationship to get 
tainted. The problem with not having gone no contact for the first couple of months and then breaking it later on is that the relationship got completely tainted. And this amazing relationship that we had where I had so much love for him and he had so much love for me and it truly was not a bad relationship. It was just like things weren't working out anymore. And we recognized that like, you know, it's time to kind of try and live life on our own and see where that goes. That ended up getting tainted because we tried to stay in contact afterwards. And there was a lot of, I feel like bad that came out of it. A lot of hate in a way, like it ended up, I think, making us hate each other and just like continuously go at it because both of us were just trying to kind of heal and live our new lives and with having each other in contact and knowing what that person was always doing it just didn't work out so if I could tell you one thing one thing to make this whole heartbreak process easier I know when you start it off it's going to be the hardest thing ever but ultimately to make it so much easier for you go no contact from the start break up no contact keep it at that. You can revisit later on. I would say like obviously it depends on how long your heartbreak process takes and also how long you were in a relationship but like within the next year potentially if you start from the beginning you might be able to reconvene and to be friends or to be in contact or whatever you might want to do with that person. Like for example I don't want to feed the delusion here but also it's like if you know if it's someone who you think like you just need a break and maybe one day you could be together again the no contact thing is going to give you that opportunity to be together again one day if you don't do no contact very likely it'll kind of ruin the chances that you can be together again so I'll keep it at that unless you can like go many 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 years into the future and by that time it doesn't matter anymore like if you do one thing it's this please go no contact from the start and if you're like a couple of days or even a couple of weeks into it and you haven't gone no contact do it pull the trigger do it I know it's insanely difficult for me it took so long to get to a point where I finally could do it but I wish that I would have just been brave enough to do it from the very beginning and said I'm doing this for the both of us and doing this for the possibility that one day we can be in contact again so yeah and also I think honestly for me it's like I probably would have experienced heartbreak a lot sooner if I had pulled the trigger right away but I didn't and neither did he so that left us in this position okay my next one is make all the heartbreak playlists however many you need make them you can make them for different feelings I personally have at this point I have like one heartbreak playlist which I actually made before this relationship ever started but then I also recently made this like playlist that I kind of call like the first love effect playlist which has a bunch of Taylor Swift songs and then one Harry Styles song I don't even know why he got thrown into there but anyways there's just these songs and it's just kind of like the feeling of you know having that first love and sort of like still being at the restaurant in some capacity and just like having that love for them and I honestly like I set out to make some other ones but I don't think I ever completed them I have one called strangers and it's just like three songs that are all about like no contact becoming strangers with someone that was so chronically in your life so do it make the heartbreak playlists you can keep making them too like let's say you're like again I still listen to those playlists I love the playlists and sometimes I feel it like the first love effect one I've been listening to a lot more recently because I'm like this is the vibe right now this is what I'm feeling and yeah like just let yourself keep playing those playlists I know this is super basic this is super basic like tip but just do it just do it okay next talk to family and friends now if you are someone who doesn't feel like you have a ton of close friendships or someone that you can go to that is a friend to talk to talk to your family personally I was super skeptical about sharing 
how I felt with my family, specifically my parents, because I was like under the impression that they wouldn't understand what I was going through. And they'd be like, oh, Sophia, like it's minor. Just, you know, don't worry about it. But they actually ended up being a really great resource. I mean, to be fair, I'm sure that they've gone through heartbreak themselves. It's just been a while. So they they've been there before. They understand. And like, I definitely like I did have, you know, it's not that I didn't have friends to talk to, but I definitely felt like I didn't have like a community or like like a really, really, really close friend that I could always like call up and be like, oh my God, I'm feeling this right now. And so going to my parents or going to my sister, I mean, my sister's 16 years old, like doesn't have any experience with this, but like even just being able to talk to someone, even if they maybe don't completely understand is huge. So try it out. I know that sometimes we're reserved about like sharing this kind of stuff with our parents or our family members, but you'd be surprised. They actually may be a really great resource and mine definitely were and I'm really thankful for that. Okay, the next one is let yourself feel for as long as you need to. I feel like I covered this already, but like genuinely do not put like a time limit on yourself. I feel like I tried to do that at the beginning where I was like, for example, actually, I basically told myself like at the end of 2023, I was like, when 2023 ends, my heartbreak era is over. And yes, by the time that the end of 2023 came around, I did finally feel like I was out of my heartbreak era, but I was telling myself like, I can't ever think about it again. Like it's done and over with and I can never feel in that sense. Like we go into 2024 and that whole thing was a distant memory. And obviously I went into 2024 and that was not the case. Like I found myself thinking about him more than I had thought about him in the last month of 2023. I found myself thinking about the situation, the whole thing. Let yourself feel. Do not put a limit on yourself. Do not get upset because it's been a long time and you're still feeling. Everyone goes at their own pace and it is okay if it takes you a lot longer than you thought it was going to take or it takes other people. Do not get upset at yourself. This, I think that's the worst thing you can do because then you just like spark all this anger in yourself. You're like, why am I feeling this way? And it's like, it's okay. It's okay for you to feel this way. It's okay if you're a year out and you thought you were doing so much better and all of a sudden you're starting to feel it again. It is okay. Okay. Like it genuinely, it is okay. Okay. And the next one is journal. I know this is basic, but truly this is one of the best things you can do for yourself. I had a journal that like I already had before the breakup, but I didn't really use it too much. Like I'd only write down things in there like, I don't know, every couple of months at most. And when the breakup happened, I started pouring everything into that journal. And the journal is now like eight months later. It is nearly done. I actually realized this the other day. I was like, oh my God, I need a new one now. But literally since the breakup, like whenever I felt something, whenever I've had thoughts, I've thrown it in there and I haven't really read through it but if you were to read through it you would just get like my full journey of heartbreak written down and I mean I I write everything in there so I highly highly if you haven't done it already if you don't have a journal I highly recommend getting one and starting to write in it because that is such a great way to express your emotions and your thoughts and feelings and just put it somewhere and I usually generally feel a little bit better once I have it written down and you know it's out there I also like like I haven't had a therapist during this time of my life and I never really I mean I had my moments obviously where I was like oh maybe seeing a therapist would help but like I never really felt like I needed a therapist because I could just channel my thoughts into my journal and I know that doesn't work for everyone but it did work for me and it might work for you so I highly recommend you try it and even if you do have a therapist I also still recommend that you journal you know your thoughts because you're not always going to have your like therapist on speed dial. The next one is keep yourself busy. I know that if you were starting off with 
with heartbreak, you might find yourself just wanting to kind of rot in bed, just like cry, just lay in bed all day. I'm not going to lie. At the beginning of this whole like no contact heartbreak journey, I spent a lot more time in bed than usual. I feel like I would wake up, I'd spend some time in bed, then I'd get out of bed and then I'd be back in bed at like four, like three, four o'clock, like in the afternoon and just like lay there for a good while. And I definitely think that heartbreak and the emotions that you feel with it make you very tired. I think that it is easy to just, you know, lay in bed. If that's what you need, go ahead and do it. Like don't prohibit yourself from doing it. But I highly recommend if you can try and get yourself out try and keep yourself busy try and do stuff because sometimes you end up just like spiraling even more if you're just laying in bed you probably don't have anything distracting you obviously you can watch stuff read stuff but like there's a possibility that your mind is just kind of like on autopilot just thinking and thinking and thinking to the point that you start spiraling when you take yourself out yes you're probably still going to think about it I remember there was this one time where me and my mom this was like maybe the first week or second week of no contact me and my mom went to the mall and I really thought that like going to the mall would just like take him off of my mind completely and it didn't I kept thinking about him a lot less so but I was still thinking about him and there were things at the mall that reminded me of him and I was just like oh my gosh I can't believe like everything seems to remind me of him but at the end of the day I was so grateful that me and my mom went to the mall and went shopping because I knew otherwise I would have just laid in bed or just like sat around the house and felt absolutely horrible because I would have just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled. So I highly, highly recommend you try and keep yourself busy. Distract yourself with things. Tell your friends like we are going out today. I need to go out and hold yourself accountable to it or go out with your parents. Even if your parents are going like grocery shopping, for example, like just go. You may not feel like going, but just go because it takes you out of the house and it gives you something to do for some time and like distract yourself with what is at the grocery store. Like just do it. Highly, highly recommend. Okay. The next one is find new hobbies, visit new places, make new memories. I've talked a lot about this with the loneliness part of heartbreak and just loneliness in general if you guys watch my TikToks, but finding a hobby is so important or hobbies, okay? Think about things that you've wanted to do but just have never gotten to. Make it a point to go do that stuff if you can. It doesn't have to be like an elaborate hobby. I mean, for me, it was like I threw myself into podcasting, like I started my podcast and that takes up a lot of my time obviously I already had content creation that I was doing YouTube TikTok but you know working out like I know a lot of people kind of start to go to the gym if they haven't already been going to the gym start going to the gym after a breakup and spend a lot of time there and that's like a release for them go do that find things that you like to do or that you've wanted to do maybe there were old hobbies that you had before the relationship that you kind of just gave away when you got into that relationship like go revisit those hobbies try them again I think that is such an important thing to do because a it does keep you busy and B, it gives you sort of like a sense of purpose. Like it's something to do, something that you can enjoy doing. And like, for example, I always look forward to recording a new episode and then editing it. Like literally the episodes that I have coming out in the next couple of weeks, I've been so excited to edit them because they've been so good. And I'm like, I love this. That is something for me to do and it takes up a lot of my time and it's just, it feels good. It feels good doing it. Visit new places, make new memories. You'll find that a lot of things in your life are gonna remind you of them. You'll be walking around your house and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I remember when we did X, Y, and Z in the kitchen. Or I remember when he dropped me off at the door here. Like there will be so many different things. And even if you like visit new places, sometimes you'll have your moments where you're like, this reminds me of when we did X, Y, and Z in this other place, you know? It's going to stay on your mind. You're going to think about it. One day you won't, but for a good while, 
there's going to be a lot of things that kind of just pull you back into the memories that you have with that person, with that relationship, the whole thing. But make it a point to make new memories that they have never experienced with you. And this just is natural. I mean, with time, like you are ultimately going to make new memories that does not include them. I remember, I mean, I ended up like completely ruining this, but I remember when I was moving to LA, I was on the plane and I was thinking to myself, I was like, I am about to move into this new apartment that he's never been in before and he never will be in. Now he did ultimately end up being in the apartment, but I'm not going to lie. I like can walk around my apartment and not think, well, obviously because I'm out of that era of my life, but yeah, like I don't walk around my apartment and think, oh my God, I remember when he was here and we did X, Y, and Z in this corner of my apartment. Like that is not a thought that crosses my mind. There's a small select list of items that do remind me of him to this day, but it is very, very few in comparison to what it was three, four months ago when I was really going through that heartbreak era. And yeah, not as much reminds me, but I do remember like in the first couple of months, oh my God, every single thing, like somehow everything was connected back to him. And I was like, what is going on? Like, there's no way. But with that being said, I think that if you can go to new places, try new things, do things that do not include him that allow you to form a new memory that is individual from him because those memories will start layering on top of the memories you have with him and then the memories that you have with him will or with them sorry I am assuming now that you're a girl but or a girl who dates a guy but those memories will start chipping away and you'll have less and less and less of them and then you'll get to a point where you're like I actually can't remember like the majority of that relationship (laughs) which is where I'm at I don't know. For some reason, I just like sometimes I try and like remember things and I just can't. I can't remember them. So next one, don't beat yourself up for feeling. Again, you are going to feel a lot of stuff. You're going to have a lot of emotions. It's going to come out in different ways. The whole thing. Don't beat yourself up. It's kind of like the let yourself feel for however long you need to feel. Like sometimes it can be frustrating to feel a certain way. I've been there before. I'm like, why am I sad about this? Why am I angry about this? Why do I feel this way for him? Just let it. This is all part of the process of healing and making progress and all that and truly like it may not feel like that in the moment but there's a reason why you're feeling that way and you just have to trust that those feelings are there for a reason. The next one is find a routine. This is part of that whole self-discovery portion of heartbreak. Finding a routine, I think, is so important. Find what you like and then create a routine out of it. One thing that I did, actually, this was before we went no contact, but it kind of like trickled in, was the slow mornings. And that is a routine that I have built since then. And I actually don't think I could ever give up that routine. Like, for example, when he was here, like when we broke no contact, I woke up in the morning and he was laying in my bed still sleeping and I proceeded to go on with my morning routine because that is something that is so important to me and that has just been ingrained in my life and I think it is important to have those routines because when you have those routines and you really solidify them you are less likely to give up those portions of your life and I feel like with routines that is part of kind of self-care and letting yourself be your own identity and yeah I mean the routine doesn't have to be a morning routine or a nighttime routine I I mean, those are usually what people do, but could even just be like a daily routine that you have, like the normal routine. Maybe your routine is, you know, if you're in school, wake up in the morning, you have breakfast and then you go to your class. And after your class, maybe you like get something to eat on campus and then you go to your next class and then maybe you go grocery shopping or you go to a coffee shop and then you come home, you make yourself some dinner and then, you know, you call it a day, like something like that, you know, and obviously the routine can look different, but just like have these like set things that you like to do on a normal day when you're not you know 
doing something that's spontaneous or something that's like elaborately planned out. I think that that is so important. And also with a routine, I think it's like something to look forward to. Like I look forward to doing my green tea and reading time in the morning. I also look forward to kind of like my little nighttime routine, like ending the day and being able to close it off with what I do at night. But also I look forward to like the days where I, you know, kind of stick with my like daily routine where I go to a coffee shop and like do some work like in between classes or like after class. It's stuff like that. It's an important thing to have because it just it gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to kind of live for. And I don't know. I think a routine is just so great and I can't think of any other reasons, but I highly recommend formulating a routine that you can start practicing. Number 10, be selfish. Be selfish. Okay. This is for you. All of this is for you. Everything that comes after a breakup is for you. You don't have to accommodate another person anymore. You don't have to think about them. I know sometimes we find ourselves in our heartbreak era and we're thinking like, oh, well, if I do this and they find out, like, will they be mad? You know, will it ruin the chances that we can ever be in contact again? Like, whatever it is, please don't think about that. Be selfish. If you need to do a certain thing and you feel ready to do it and you feel like it is the best thing for you to do, go do it. Don't care about what they would think. Don't try and consult their opinion in your head. Like, go do it. Be selfish. The whole point and truly like be selfish, okay? The whole point of being on your own again is being able to be absolutely selfish about what you do. If you need to move across the country and that's what feels right to you, go do it. Go do it. If you have to move to another country, go do it. Be selfish. And this is throughout the time that you are single. Use every moment to be selfish, to do things for yourself and no one else because one day you'll be in a relationship again and then again you'll have to consider another person and it'll be great but in the time that you have alone take that opportunity to be absolutely selfish with how you live your life because it's just you and you need to do for you okay sometimes you'll hear people say like oh I want to do this thing but I'm scared that if they find out like they'll be mad or like if they were to check my social and see like this that you know like x y and z be selfish just please okay it goes no contact and then be selfish those are the top two things that I can recommend to you out of this whole list okay and then the next thing is let yourself date again if you feel ready I feel like there's such a stigma where it's like when you get out of a relationship you should like be single for x y and z time before you start dating the whole thing if you come out of that relationship and you feel ready to see other people to talk to other people, whatever it is, don't limit yourself. It's the same thing with the be selfish part. It's like, if that truly feels right to you, yes, it may upset the other person if they were to find out. But if that feels right to you, do it because you're allowed to be selfish. You are living for yourself. You're not living for that other person. I did that. I like kind of came out of the relationship and I was like, okay, like I want to see what else is out there. Let me start dating again. And like at some point I realized, okay, like I did it. I tried it. It was fun, whatever. But at some point I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to heal. Like maybe I'm not completely ready to just jump into things. And I've kind of been on this weird back and forth cycle since the breakup where it's like I have periods where like I'm actively dating and then periods where I'm like not dating. Like for example, right now I'm in a not dating period and I've been in it for a couple of weeks now. But, you know, it's like I just kind of do what feels right. So like if you feel like you want to date, go do it. Trust that maybe one day you won't feel that anymore and then you can take a step back and just like spend some time on your own. I remember when I first got out of the relationship, I was like so ready to date and I went into it. But then I was a little worried that like that I was going to start dating again and then like kind of create that like serial dating cycle where you don't 
spend any time just being on your own and healing from it and I wasn't sure whether to trust myself that I would like be able to come out of it if I wasn't feeling the whole dating vibe but no I did I tried it for a month I started seeing someone it was great then a month in I was like you know what I need some time for myself and I did that and I did that for a couple of months before I started seeing people again and again did a little cycle it's like whenever I feel it I do it and when I don't I don't do it so again if you're feeling it go do it why not go do it? You know, it's not the end all be all. I think it's important to trust yourself and just trust that you'll know when, you know, you're ready for it and when you're not ready for it. And obviously, if you're not ready to date, then that's fine too. Like you don't need to hop into dating out of a relationship or even if you're like a couple of months or even, you know, many, many months out of the the breakup and you're like, I feel like I should start dating again because I've been single for so long and I've been doing this for so long, but I'm not ready. Like that's fine. You don't need to do it. But it's just if you feel the inclination to do something, go do it. Don't limit yourself, okay? You are allowed to be completely selfish. And I know sometimes it may feel weird. It may feel wrong. But if that is what your mind or body is craving, then go do it. And then just a random tip that like, honestly, I don't know why I'm like throwing this in here. But get a body pillow. I actually didn't have a body pillow for a good while. But when I moved to LA, I bought one. And I actually, it was funny. I had a body pillow before I, so I've only had a body pillow when I was in LA. I had a body pillow before that relationship, which was great. And then while I was in that relationship, didn't have one. And then when I moved to LA, I finally got another one. You know, you might've gotten used to just having someone to cuddle, having someone to hold you the whole thing. Obviously a body pillow is not a human being. It doesn't have the warmth that like a human being does, but I do think that it is a great thing to just like have. And I use mine every single night. Whenever I switch positions, that body pillow gets hauled over to the other side with me because it's just so comforting to have something to like wrap my body around so you know and like I'm not gonna lie like recently I've been just like craving having like a man like all I want to do is be able to wake up in the morning and just like turn around and see like a man that I love obviously like this is not just a random man man that I love laying in my bed and being able to just like roll over and like embrace them and feel their warmth but for now the body pillow has to do so if you don't have one and you've been used to just like having that warmth having that person to cuddle with I highly 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 recommend getting one and you can get one pretty inexpensively like from Target or something like that like it's it's a game changer anyways with that being said I honestly think that is my take on the heartbreak thing my reflection and also my tips you know like I said heartbreak looks different for everyone so some of these tips may not apply to you or just may not make sense but yeah I hope that you know if you are going through your heartbreak era that something that I said here kind of helps you out and also I think it's just important to remember like there is an end to it it may not seem like that but there is an eventual end and I think you really just have to trust that one day it'll happen in the meantime take what you're given and try and make the most out of it and don't be too harsh on yourself so anyways with that being said I think I am done with this episode thank you so much for listening I would love if you follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening to me on and yeah I will see you guys in my next episode bye love you all